We just want to be a part of helping you get to a place where you feel like you're the best version of yourself you can possibly be. And what we're trying to do is say, hey, there's versions of yourself. There's parts and special, unique abilities that are built inside of you already. And we just want to help you jam that key in there and unlock those things. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I am Janelle Copeland. And I'm Edward. Copeland. That's what they say. That's what the crowd says, honey. What crowd? The crowd. Okay. Well, this is episode number (laughs) 140, and we thought we would do something fun and different. And this came up because we've recently been meeting lots of new people. And when we tell them we have a podcast, they're like, oh, what's your podcast about? And we tell them it's about personal development. It's about a mixture of business. Sometimes we're going to talk about finances. Sometimes we're going to talk about your love life, your marriage, your relationships, parenting, lots of different things. And so I found myself recently like telling someone, you know what, go back and listen to episode number one, Mm. because then you'll just kind of get a feel for who we are. And we said in that episode what we were going to be talking about. So then just for fun, I went back and I listened to that episode. And it was kind of like a, we are the Copelands. And I was like, we're not even these people anymore. Right. So this episode, old news to outdated information. Right. <laughs> and so I thought, wow, that's kind of like a scrapbook of our life, though. It's yeah. a timestamp of where we were in 2019. And so now here we are in 2022. And it seems like so much has happened and that it's flown by. But we thought, hey, if you're new, then we need to tell you who we are and right. kind of what we stand for. Before we get into that, we do kind of start every episode with a what in the world. I got one. What does that mean, though, if this is your first episode, you don't know what that is? Why do we have a what in the world? Because, you know, what in the world is is part humor, but Mm -hmm. also it's one of those things where we use it, I think, not to judge, but to be curious and to have fun with situations that may occur in our lives that we want to share with you mm-hmm. uh, and give it a little bit of a twist. Maybe we're puzzled by it. Maybe we, we were frustrated by it or annoyed by it, but we try to turn it into humor. And so it's a, it's a great way to kind of bring you into the, our perspective and how we see the world right. and the things that would make us say, what in the world is going on? I'll just say it. We say it often because yeah. I find that Funny, crazy things happen to us all the time. And we're like, wait, did that just happen? What in the world? (laughs) And one perspective that we usually try on is like, well, maybe we're the problem. Like, are we attracting this? Or are we trying to find humor? I I, kind of find myself not to be the problem. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of like the the not problem person. I feel like more things happen in front of me than like to me. Well, okay. I'll give (laughs) you an example. Like, have you ever been at a party, a family party? Right. 
and a fight occurred, like some sort of like argument, disagreement, like something. And you're just sitting there like in the center of it. And you're like, what in the world? Right. Right. Well, that happens to us pretty consistently. And so last (laughs) night after a party where this happened, I was like, do you think we're the problem? And Eddie said, absolutely not. Like we just happen to have a front row seat to all of this. And we happen to just Always and be you know there. what? These seats are cheap because we can pay one <laughs> dime for them, and and, and, and and like things just happen. But I think it's also because we're learners of the world. Like we see things happen, right. and it unfolds in front of us, and so we immediately have a perspective, and we try to see it from like all vantage points, so that we're not placing judgment. Right. And it's interesting because when you have like situations and individuals that you know have conflict, mm-hmm. right? There's problems. And usually you get one perspective, mm-hmm. right? And so either it's someone close to you, a family member, whatever it is, and you you kind of like like see that perspective. And a lot of times what we see is people just kind of like really placate that person. Of, oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, you're oh right. my God, they that person's the villain. Right? We are always the people yeah, that are you like, you have a real uh... challenging conversation with us if you give us perspective. So <laughs> we were like, okay, so what are they thinking? Like, right. What is their perspective? But it, it's How did you contribute to that, actually? Right, right. And it's interesting because when you do get an opportunity to hear both perspectives and then you get an opportunity to see the individual parties like interact, then you see the flaws in all the things that can possibly cause the, the, mm-hmm. the issue unveil on both sides. And you go, oh, they're both the problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is the case in a lot, right. of, lot of conflicts. Right. So, but my what in the world can I share now? Since Go we've ahead. given a definition. It is your turn now. My what in the world is like you want someone to get better at something, right? Mm-hmm. So I can say, honey, I want you to get mm-hmm. better at um, you Choose know. Choose your words. Choose your words. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, after the last episode, I'm like, I don't say nothing no more about my wife. Just kidding. Uh, I, but I, like, say I want you to get better at something. Let's name something. Um, you name something. Say, say I want you to get better at hugging me when I come home. Oh, right? okay. Just a random topic. You okay. hug me very well. Uh-huh. But let's just say I want you to get better. And like it took time for you to get like to to warm up to the idea, right? Like all, we, I always had to remind this you, hey, you so didn't hu- problematic, yeah, right you now. didn't hug me, right? Whatever. Okay. And then all of a sudden you get better, and I go, no, I don't what? want your hugs anymore. I told you to get better at uh, hugging me two months ago, <laughs> and now you now you want to get better at hugging? No, I ain't, I ain't for that. Like to <sighs> me, <laughs> that is the world we live in. People like evolve and change mm-hmm. and then we're mad that they didn't evolve and change fast enough right and then we won't let them off the hook because they have come to a place where they're better at something right and so that has kind of been a i won't throw any names out there but it has kind of been a thing that we've been dealing with mm-hmm. where there's been improvement in a maturation and mm-hmm. an evolution of an individual uh-huh. and someone is still hanging on the fact that they wanted them to get better at their timetable, mm-hmm. right? Oh, Which I you, get. They're basically like, oh, you want to do it now. now. Why now? Now you want to hug me. Well, now I'm smarter. <laughs> right. Now I understand the value of this. Right, right. Now I am in a different place. Now I am older. I'm wiser. Right. I'm more mature. And so your issue, your what in the world is, is like, why would somebody have an issue with someone finally coming around? Right. Right. And being mad about it. It's like, <laughs> oh, now you want to get better at this? I don't know if I could trust you. <laughs> I don't, but it's so interesting because like, and to, to kind of further the point, 
like in society, if someone evolves a perspective or changes their the way they see the world, we don't allow them to, mm-hmm. right? We we want them to no, that's no, that's not what you said. Yeah, you said four years ago, five years ago that you felt that the the world was flat. Now you want to say the world is round? Right. No, nah, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. For me, you always a flat earther. Right. You <laughs> used to be a Democrat. Now you're a Republican. Oh, now, now you want to be wanna, conservative. Right. Right. <laughs> Or, you know, you used to, she used to be terrible with money. Now you're trying to tell me she has all this money to travel. (laughs) Like people want to put you in these boxes and they want to basically like keep this label on you. And I just, I want to tell you if you're new to Eddie and Janelle, like we are so not the same people that we were in 2019 when we started this, which is why we thought it would be a fun, cool kind of thing to go through and just share with you like who we are today versus who we were then. In case you're a new listener and, you know, maybe someone that's a longtime listener sh- is sharing this with you. Right. Here's who we are. So in 2019, <laughs> in the intro, it said, hey, we've got three kids. We're trying to juggle all the responsibilities of, you know, putting the food on the table, keeping food in the fridge, getting kids to and from school. To We're juggling two businesses, blah, blah, blah. We're not anymore. No. Two of them are away in college. Yeah. And so at the time, we were getting ready to send one off to college. And that was stressful. Like, yeah. it was like, okay, how are we going to afford this? Like, what what are these options? How do you fill out all these applications? Like, you know, we we're just trying to figure that out. Now we got two down in college. One of them is studying about an hour away. She comes home every other weekend or so. Great to see her becoming really independent. Yeah. She's got a great job. She's doing well in school. The next one is a middle child who is Kayla. She's studying abroad. She lives in Scotland Yeah, and studies theater. And then the last one is Jordan. She's 16, almost 17, home with us now, but she'll only be finishing off her last senior year and then is thinking about studying in London. Right. When I tell people that, they go crazy. What? Oh my God, how could you let your kids go so far away? You know, that's crazy. And I'm just like, let them. They are earning these opportunities. The next thing is, since we started the podcast, we're no longer juggling two businesses. We are still juggling an awful lot. But (laughs) I retired from my bakery that I owned for 12 years and decided to start coaching full time. So we coach and mentor and help other small businesses start their businesses and chase and pursue their passions and create profitability in their business all over the globe. And we've helped now thousands of students. And uh, that's where we find great fulfillment. Yeah. And that's kind of like turned into almost not only is it business coaching, but like life coaching, because, you know, entrepreneurs are so connected to their business. And so that has been extremely rewarding. And that has been like one of the things that has over the time. And the cool thing is, is if you go back and you you start listening to the past episodes, we've walked you through a lot of those changes, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're new to the podcast and you really want to hear like what we were how we were dealing with that, what you know, what were some of the things that we were you know, facing when, when sending kids to school this, in the past episodes, you can definitely find Or it. selling the business. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. all there. We'll link that all in the show notes. And then we also, I just want to say like, just because we have three kids, two kids now outside of the house, it doesn't mean things are easier. No. It just means they're very different, right? right? So I'm realizing like, as we get into this empty nester stage, very, very different than when the kids were in three different schools, junior high, high school, and then a different school, right? It's just a lot all over the place, constantly running in and out. 
juggling the responsibilities of my business. Like, and so we're just in a totally different place now. So yeah, what do you have to say about that? I mean, it's been beautiful at the same time. And you know, you you sit back and you appreciate your children, you see them in the world, and you know the things that you kind of instilled in them and you, you see them embodying in them in moments, right? Mm-hmm. You still see some things that you go, What the hell are you thinking? But at the same time, you you're really proud of like who they're becoming. And yeah. so that's one of the things we'll kind of touch on. Like you know, we'll talk to you about how we parented and 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 how we got our kids to a place where they felt strong enough to leave the country. Mm-hmm. And I know the youngest one wants to now leave the country as well. And, and so they're not leaving because they can't stand us. They're leaving right. us because we because they're independent. Yeah, they want to explore. <laughs> we wire them for exploration. I was gonna say we their entire like young lives as they were sitting in the back of the car. I remember lecturing them and talking to them about. When you're done with high school, we want you to leave. Go, Go. far. They literally like took us up on that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So kind of moving into like parenting at this stage requires right. different tools and tactics. It's more like gu- guidance, yeah. right? Versus telling them what to do. You're more kind of guiding. And one of those categories I think that comes up a lot for us now is around money. Right. Which we also teach a lot about like your money stories, your money beliefs and things like that. So we're getting ready to host a financial workshop. It's going to be Monday, April 25th. If you are like, hey, I'm kind of struggling financially and I like the idea of building wealth and getting out of debt and putting my kids through college or even saving for their college fund, but I feel like I don't know how to kind of get a grip on things, it's likely because you learned what your parents taught you about finances, right? So we're going to be covering some tips that took us 40 years to learn in some (laughs) cases. And now here we are with these money conversations teaching our older kids you know, the beauty of savings and what you can do and how you can invest that money. And so Jasmine's got an investment account. Uh, Kayla's got tons of money in her savings account that she's very frugal with. And then just things like building credit, we're helping them to build their credit, like they're monitoring their FICO scores. Like these are things that, God, you just like wind up so much better equipped if you get the guidance that you need around finances, around taxes, around savings, earnings, debt, like all of that stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, the big thing for us, and and, and we hope that we can communicate this well, is that a large part of money is psychology, right? Yeah. And and when Janelle says it took us 40 years, it took us 40 years to get our minds right around money. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you start to learn how to earn, you start to learn what it means to, uh, like how powerful and how capable you are of driving a certain income, but your psychology is something you constantly have to overcome because you know, you know most of your childhood is is learning these bad behaviors or, or these mindsets that really hurt you and harm you when it comes financially and you got to work for your through your adult years yeah. while you have kids while you have responsibilities trying to figure it out while so, you might already be in debt right. like now I'm in debt you know cuz I'm I'm behind or or even debt or have debt money like mm-hmm. you have money you don't know what to do with yeah, well, that's, I mean, people are like, well, that sounds like a good problem. No, I want. it is not because money <laughs> that you don't have nothing to do with, you know, because we're seeing it right now in this day and age that money that doesn't have activity or have a plan loses value as it sits. We also spend it on frivolous things and then you wind 100%. up without it. So yeah. if you're interested in joining us for a financial workshop, um, you can visit wearethecopelands.com or janellecopeland.com. It'll be a fun 90-minute workshop that I think we'll be teaching everything we wish we would have known earlier about money. 
Moving on, next thing, we've got the Pusher Society, which is like it's kind of taking the push podcast to the next level. And once a month we meet with our pushers. These are people who want to do more in life, accomplish more in life while having rich relationships, while building the wealth, but while, you know, having a good work-life balance, while they want to chase their dreams, while still focusing on their health. And so the Pusher Society um, right now, Janelle and Eddie Copeland are committed to losing 10 pounds in the month of April. And I would say I'm down at least a solid three and a half pounds. Yeah, I'm at six. Yeah, of course you would be at six, but who's counting? Whatever. Yeah, and I'm not gonna be upset with you. (laughs) I'm proud of you. I'm cheering for you. It is more difficult for women to lose weight than it is men, but whatever. Uh, I'm currently super sore everywhere. Uh, went for a 22 mile bike ride the other day. That was major cardio in 90 degree weather. Right. My butt is still sore. I love bike riding at the beach. Right. Yeah. And you know what's and So we were talking about this and I was like, it's interesting because um, we still go and eat at our, like restaurants. Like we had breakfast today and we've been, I've been eating smaller meals because I've realized, and if you're following our, our this, this, challenge in the pusher society. In the pusher society is like you're gonna realize different things about your body. So I realize that I have to eat often. Right. Right. So I have to have small meals. I have to have them consistently for my metabolism to to, to fire up and get going. Mm-hmm. But it also conditions my um stomach. So now when I eat a larger meal, I am like you know sleep coma almost like mm. like I can't even like because you're portioning but eating more frequently right. yeah so my small meals have now gotten me to a place where I can't eat a large meal which is good because that's one big thud that my body has to break mm-hmm. down and, and it slows my metabolism down but like this has been one of those things where, okay I'm 40 over 40 now and now I'm trying to lose weight before it was like oh if I just yeah. did one thing I could snap into whatever shape I wanted to but. and for me we're discussing in the pusher society that like we already eat really healthy we eat a lot of right. vegetables we eat egg whites we eat lots of protein we drink a ton of water apparently think we're people think we're strange because we drink so much water So in order for me about to be 44 years old, in order for me to drop weight, I have to do something pretty drastic, Mm -hmm. which is I've got to cut out like flour, sugar, like all the processed foods. And I, like you, need to eat frequently. So like we went out to breakfast this morning, had an egg white omelet with no cheese, tons of veggies in it. I brought my own salsa. It was a great breakfast. About an hour later, I was like, I'm starving. I need to eat right now. (laughs) I don't even think it was an hour later. Maybe not, but I'm like busting open some chicken from Trader Joe's and just, you know, I need to snack more frequently. And then I need to be graceful with myself because my body composition will change and I can see it changing, but my pounds won't really change. So if at the end of April, the commitment is lose 10 pounds, if I don't lose 10 pounds, I don't really care as long as my body composition continues to change and I continue to feel great and I continue to feel like my metabolism is firing again. So things like that tie into the podcast because pertaining to parents, like if you have children, they are watching what you do, Mm. right? And so luckily for us, we've been able to instill the fact that our kids, everybody should have their own personal fitness routine. right? And we talk about this with everyone, but our kids, all three of them have a routine that they follow that works for their body, that makes them feel great. And even the ones in college are like, if I don't prioritize my workouts, I don't feel like I'm in a good mental health 
space. And now we've got Jordan who's coming to the gym with me at least four or five times a week. And she's feeling really great. Yeah, like she, she put on some shorts yesterday. I go, look at your legs. She goes, mom, look at my legs. <laughs> and I was like, doesn't it feel great? Like teaching women that like yeah. we can feel really strong and powerful and like just setting those kind of examples for your kids, I think sets people up for like a lifetime of success when it comes to taking care of their body and health. And we found that people have a tough time with that. Like they think yep. that if they talk to their kids about exercise or, or food, they're going to give them some type of complex. Yep. And that is not the case. And and obviously you have to make sure that you're communicating in a, in a healthy way. You don't want to beat people up about what they eat, but you do want them to be conscious of what they're eating, how often yep. they're eating it, um, how often they're active, what kind of activities they're in. If they're not in sports, do they have a personal workout routine? Are you introducing that to, with them? Are you exercising with them? Yeah. Like all those things I think are super important, but I often not see that with parents. A well, lot of with times, ours, we talked yeah. about our parents. Like yeah. they didn't actually have a fitness routine. Right. They didn't have gym memberships. And they this is in the 80s, so yeah. it's like- But getting, maybe they did right. a jazzercise video <laughs> with yeah, Jane aerobics. Fonda, right? Right. But I just remember my mom, like she was always on the treadmill. Like she definitely watched what she ate. She definitely had a good routine around a healthy balance. But not all parents are showing you what a balanced meal looks like. Right. And then not all parents, like, again, you it's like your finances. You're going to give the best information that you know works for you. But then there's a ton out there. Like my mom didn't lift weights until... I started bodybuilding at 36 years old and like talked to her about lifting weights, right, right? right? And so we were both just talking about how both of our moms did cardio or went for walks, but there was never a like, let me lift some heavy weights and do squats and like things right. like that. So Yeah, and I think that, that they were grown up in a time where women didn't lift. Yeah, they, they looked mm -hmm. at lifting weights as, oh, that's something that men did or right. they would get too bulky and strong and or whatever the case may be, which is not true, yeah. right? Women should be definitely uh, lifting weights. I've always said women should probably be lifting weights more than men do simply because it does so many more remarkable things for their body and their mentality and their confidence, which I think is fantastic. And he doesn't mean like get buff. Like he no. means like just be in the habit of some resistance sort of resistance training. training. Yeah, yeah. not just a cardio bunny. That's no. what you're saying, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, moving on to kind of, I guess, the next category, which would be our business, um, career, like things like that. Where are you at as a listener with your business and career or career versus where you were in 2019? I told you that we sold our bakery. We are um, now coaching full-time. Eddie still has his corporate job, but we hope that maybe you'll leave in the next couple of years. I don't know what could happen there. But we are setting the intention that in 2022, by the end of the year, we will have doubled our business from right. the previous year. That's a huge number. Don't know if we can hit it. But if that is our focus between now and the end of the year, I think we should be on point. I will say this, though. We're at a point in growing the business where it's requiring massive investments. Yeah. And that's something that uh, what's the name of the show that we're watching right now? We Crashed. We Crash is about WeWork. 
highly, highly, highly suggest that you go watch it. It's on Apple TV. Yeah. And it's really great because this guy's starting the startup, the WeWork company, and he's just like, I'm going to round up money. We're going to get investors and we're going to go all in to the tune of multi-billions of dollars. And so I'm watching this show and I'm fired up. I'm right. like, I'm not worried about no little $30, $30,000 investment. I'm like, let's go. How do right. we get to the multi-million dollar and so I just encourage you, like, we're those people who watch something, see something, observe it, and we try to see how we could pick it apart and make it a learning for our life or yeah. our business. Yeah. And it, it, it's interesting because I think we we watch it like a, for, as for entertainment, but we also are watching it going, okay, let's pause this. This situation, <laughs> like, the thing is, is like when you look at something like that and when you watch any television show, I think it's important that you're conscious while you watch it. Because I do believe if you're unconsciously just kind of like zoning out watching something, mindless television, uh, you just, it's mindless, right? Mm -hmm. But if I think if you're consciously thinking about like, what are you seeing here? What are the characters doing? What is the story they're trying to tell? Mm -hmm. You can get a lot out of stuff, yeah, right? For sure. And so we watching this show and this guy is selling his ass off, yep. right? And it's people impressive. are investing in him, not so much the business concept, but in the dream and the vision he's creating. And mm -hmm. that's inspiring for us because when we look at that, we're like, okay, how are we communicating what we do mm -hmm. to others? Not for so much for an investment, but to believe in us because you know we want to coach them. We want to mm -hmm. help them. We want to make sure mm -hmm. that we, whatever, all the things and all the skills that we possess that we were able to transfer it to someone else. But it was very inspiring to watch that. And so to think about like, hey, what we want to do with our business. I'm like, oh God, we, we got to think big because this yeah. guy was like, he didn't he didn't make a dime. And he was like, you know, our business is worth $45 million. Yeah, I was like, bro, says who? And I'm <laughs> just like, thinking- He's like, says me. Right. But what's your valuation on your business? Yeah. If you have a business or a side hustle, like do you believe in it to where you're just willing to convince somebody that it's not in a shady way, but no. he genuinely believed in his purpose, his message, like what he was building. And I was like, bro, you create office space. And he's like, no, we're changing the world. Right. Like the way people- People work and it's true it, it did is. change the way people view work and right. companies like google and apple all want to kind of follow this model now because it was a create a workplace that people are inspired to create in and it's just really inspiring so if you get a chance go watch that but those are some of the things that we will be talking about on the podcast things that inspire us that make you think differently, that kind of get you fired up in your own life so that you can start to take action. And, and the last thing I'll say as, as we move on, like think about what you currently do. I don't care if it's a career. I don't care if it's a business. I don't care what it is. And you think about from a, on a deeper level what it does for the world, mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of times people kind of stop at it's just a job. The problem with that is that you don't get the most out of this job because you don't find meaning in it, right? right? Or you're not getting the most out of your business because you just think that you are making something or creating something that you sell instead of it actually having a deeper meaning and a cause and a mission that really is something that you can get behind. And we call it in our in our in our passion of profit, we call it like, what's your why? Like mm -hmm. what's your what's your mission? What is going to give your your business and you endurance during all the obstacles and all the things that you're facing? You have to be thinking that you're going to change the world somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's powerful because when you believe that, then I think anything is possible. You yeah. can you can turn a space that's four walls 
into community, into, I mean, this guy basically said he took office space and made it a community. He made Mm -hmm. it like, we're going to change the world because we're going to change when people come into the space, they're going to feel change and everything they create is going to change the world. It's like, all right, let's do it. I'm ready. And people were taking pay cuts just because they bought into this mission, right? Right, right. And I, people want to follow a mission. Yeah, and I'll say the same thing for me owning a bakery for 12 years. Like our mission was to make life as sweet as possible, right? right? And that was many for many reasons. Like Fabiola and I, the girl's mom, started the business together. That's a whole nother episode. But we were trying to show you that you could be a blended family, that you can create something sweet even out of unfavorable circumstances. And so that led me to believe that we were in the celebration business. I didn't sell cakes. I don't just make birthday cakes. I'm in the celebration business. So if I don't find a way to like really sell people on what it is that we do and get them excited, then how dare me be in the celebration business if I'm supposed to be the one celebrating, right? right? So I have to transfer that energy and excitement. Moving on to another kind of topic that we talk about is like the whole work-life balance, friendships, relationships, like finding time while you're striving for greatness, while you're building wealth, while you're raising kids, what do you do for fun? Like, Mm. what do you do to foster relationships that are important to you, whether they be friendships, things like that? What are you learning from the friends that you're hanging around? What are you doing in social situations? And so I find that anywhere we go, we um, it's usually me that will spark the conversation, but then we talk to everybody. Right. And so an example of that would be, we went to Greece last year, And we met some people at one of the villas that we were staying at, became friends with them, friendly enough to kind of exchange text messages, hang out on Instagram, that sort of thing, a couple phone calls here and there. And then they live in New York. Jordan and I decided to go look at NYU last week for spring break. And they were like, come stay with us. And we were like, "Okay, we will. And so many people were like, that's so strange. You're staying with strangers. Like you met these people in another country and you're just going to go live in their house for like three days. I'm like, I don't think that's strange. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but it's not strange to us. And they wound up being great people. We very much like them. We can learn from them. They can learn from us. And, you know, I was talking to the husband, Joe, and he said, At the age that we're at, if we can't be open to fostering new relationships, like what's it about then? Like you're going to outgrow friends that you have. You're going to outgrow your circle. So if you can't find new people and new ways to keep yourself inspired, what's wrong with us? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of social media. Like, well, that was I I would think that that's at the end of the day, it's to to connect people who would not normally connect. Right. Right. And so like. We just happen to do that in life, in, right. in person. And you do uh, do a really good job. I probably is not as, as social as you are. <laughs> like, I'm an extrovert, like, but you are an extrovert on, like, steroids. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's great because we balance each other out because then we have these really great conversations and we really get to know people. But yep. I think it's a powerful thing. And so um, all, so you bring, that, you bring that up because I think that what you're saying is it's like, we, the Copelands, we're going to talk about relationships and friendships and how you cultivate those things. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk to you about getting outside of your comfort zone and like complimenting a perfect stranger and being kind and being considerate. And when someone goes off on you or flips you off or cuts you off, like, do you give them grace? Like that's a whole, I'll save that what in the world for next week, but I legit got cussed out this week, (laughs) like a hundred percent cussed out. And all I did was turn around walk away 
And I was like, I'm just going to pretend that he just came from the doctor's office and just found out that he was diagnosed with terminal cancer because no normal human being acts like that. Literally. You're going to have to expand on that because people think you just. Really? Okay. So I'll, I'll share it then. I was walking into the gym. I was walking through the parking lot. I saw that this car was coming, but I'm a pedestrian in a parking lot. So I pull out my phone. I proceed to walk. I'm turning my phone off because I'm walking into the gym. And he waits till I get to the door. I grab the handle. This is going to be, you should censor this if you're listening to this with small children. And he yells out of his window, stops where I'm at. He's about 10 feet away from me. Right before I walk into the gym, he yells, watch where the fuck you're going, you fucking idiot. Get off of your fucking phone. And I walked over and I said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what happened. Just, that's, that would be a perfect point to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> no, you weren't there. <laughs> so I like turn around and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And he says it again. He's screaming the F word at me, telling me I'm effing stupid because I'm on my phone in a parking lot. And I go, I'm literally a pedestrian walking into a building. You're supposed to stop. And he was just so angry and irate and screaming and turning red. And so people heard him talking to me like this. And I just got, I was like, okay, whatever, bro. Turned around, walked in. The only reason I even brought it up to the girls working at the front counter was because other people heard it and they were like, that would have ruined my whole day if someone, (laughs) I can't believe you're not crying. That was so rude. The world is such a terrible place. You know, people are crazy. And I was like, I rebuke all of that. Like, let me just tell you for a second. I don't really want to talk about this, but since you are bringing it up, let me just tell you, people like that are struggling with things that are way bigger than me. That literally had nothing to do with me crossing in front of his car. That had everything to do with something big that he's battling that I will never know about. So in order for me to give him grace, I usually think of worst case scenario and I give it to the person. (laughs) Not that I wish it on them, but I think... That would be like, I can give him grace if I put myself in that situation of, if I just left a doctor's office right now and they told me that I was going to die, that guy might have just got the worst news of his life. He's got four kids, doesn't know how he's going to like, you know, tell them or whatever. He's in a bad mood and I just happen to trigger him. That's not my problem. Yeah. And so someone said, well, what if he's just an asshole? Well, that's a him problem. But in order for me to get on with my day, and not let it impact me and not tell everybody I know, I have to give him grace and just move on. It's a waste of time for me to talk about it anymore. It's a waste of time for me to say that the world is full of terrible people because I don't believe that. I believe that, you know, 100% of every other time I've walked through a parking lot, that has never happened. So since it's happened one time out of the thousands of times that I've walked through a parking lot, I cannot say that it's factual (laughs) that the world is a bad place and people are idiots and people are crazy. I cannot say that. So my database, like my fact checking doesn't convince me of that. And so that's a topic that we will talk about often on the Push podcast is what is your perspective? What things do you give power to that should not have power? Like he should not, he doesn't deserve the power to ruin my day. Yeah, it was funny because I something similar. And I told my brother a quote that I love that Jay-Z says in the song. He says, a wise man told him, never argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who is who. Mm-hmm. Because 
that is so important. And yeah. it's not so much about how you are perceived by others. What it is, is when you get drawn into a situation where someone has gotten to the, the, the worst of them is coming out, mm-hmm. their emotion, they're at this emotional state and you get drawn in and you match you their level. You now become that situation. Right. You now become a version of them, mm-hmm. right? And they have now taken in control of the entire situation. And I, and I tell people all the time, it's like, you got to be a boat or a vessel on the ocean that can only take in so much water, right? In order to keep your buoyancy, you you can't let too much water in. Because mm-hmm. if you let too much water in, what happens? The, the ship sinks. Right. And if the ship sinks, not only do you have a big problem, but you have become the problem. Yep. Right. Because once the, the ship takes in more water, now it's diving to the, the bottom of the ocean. And that is no different than emotional challenges and arguments and, mm-hmm. and things that may come up. And so one of the things that you will get from us is we'll get you that push to say, hey, you got to really start thinking about what can you control in this situation? How could you de-escalate? How could you get to a better place where it's not about and people get mad. Like, how come I have to always be a better person? Because that's a good thing. Right. Wouldn't you want to be? <laughs> you should want to be, be a bigger, bigger person. person. Right. Like, you shouldn't be like, oh, man, I've been a bigger person 10 times. I'm tired of being a bigger person. Yeah. So you should be a worse person. <laughs> like you like you have now filled the scoreboard of being a good right. person. You said, I'm now, done it's, being now a good it's person. time for me to have my revenge. Yeah. But it doesn't make you better. No, no. one's going to regard you for, oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> You know, you lost, you lost your shit. You were great at losing your well, shit. Well, some people would, though. That's debatable. Yeah, like the wrong celebrate, people celebrate with that. the wrong mindset some people would be have like, celebrated it, I'm so glad you slapped the crap out of her because she had it coming. And, you know, your buttons got pushed for way too yeah. many years. Watch and you should have hit her a long time ago. Watch. Like, there, the people that would encourage you for losing your shit and not being the bigger person, right. those are not the people that you want to hang out with. Right. Um, so send them the push podcast and then send them our way. But, These are some of the things that we'll be talking about in the episodes to come. These are all of the things that we've talked about at great length in the previous episodes. So, you know, go through the titles, see if anything speaks to you. Again, like finances, health, wellness, building a business, cultivating relationships, saving a marriage, all of those things uh, we've touched on and we will continue to talk about in the episodes to come. So a few kind of key takeaways. One, if you want to take what we're talking about in the podcast and kind of take it a layer deeper, then go to JanelleCopeland.com or WeAreTheCopelands.com and learn how you can join the Pusher Society today. And lastly, this is in April. If you're listening to this before April 25th, we're having a financial workshop where you're going to learn the 21 things that took us way too way too long to learn. And so we're going to be sharing those with you. You can, again, go to JanelleCopeland.com or WeAreTheCopelands.com to register Other than that, um, you know, some of the other final categories (laughs) are going to be about like giving back. What do you do to make the world a better place? What issues or problems are you going through and experiencing right now? Is it aging? Is it something tragic? Like you're battling an illness. Like how do you give yourself grace? Maybe you need some spiritual kind of healing. Like maybe you need to exercise better forgiveness. Maybe you need counseling or therapy to forgive someone that has never and is never going to apologize for the trauma that they've inflicted upon you. Yeah, and and I'll say to kind of sum up, like what we are trying to do is- Make the world a better place. Life is about building you. And we just want to be a part of helping you get to a place where you feel like you're the best version of yourself you can possibly be. 
And if we can push you, if we can give you nudges, if we can, you know, give you a couple of words that help you get there, or maybe you join a push society and you and you spend a little bit more time with us, or maybe you've taken one of our courses. Like what we're trying to do is say, hey, there's versions of yourself, there's parts and special, unique abilities that are built inside of you already. And we just want to help you jam that key in there and unlock those things. And so if we could be a part of that journey with you, that's our goal. That's our mission. And we just want to be there and, and push you. Also, there are certain categories you said, like we want to unlock so you can be the best version of you. I want to just clarify, there's never an, an arrival period, right. right? There are certain life categories that we have to continue to develop as we get older, as we mature. And so a few of those categories are communication skills, right? right? Understanding that you are in sales regardless of what you do. If you are running a household, you're in leadership, you're leading a family. And so all of those things are things that you can expect to hear from us. But we hope that this episode was helpful, informative. We hope you like us and you'll stick around. If this is something you think that your friends or family will be inspired by or benefit from, please take a few minutes to just share this with them. And we look forward to seeing you in some future podcast episodes. All right. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.